You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that is just three points off the relegation zone. Today we have Karami Kamil. What's happening, Faisal? He's hoping we get some last-minute signings in the January transfer window. <laughs> And I am Faisal American, who is rumored to be on the transfer list. <laughs> Nicholas John is not here today. He snuck out to arrange his own transfer. Now, we have a lot to talk about today. There are EPL results, including a massive one for the local Everton fans out there. Yes, both of you. <laughs> also, we have some sad news from the uh, Malaysian badminton scene. And we uh, talk about what the hell happened at the uh, Saudi F1 GP. First up, Manchester United had their first match under uh, interim boss Ralph Rangnick. A 1-0 win over Crystal Palace with uh, Fred scoring the winner. Uh, Karam, how hard did you pinch yourself to check if you were dreaming? <laughs> uh, I pinched myself really hard, especially in the first half. Is that um, code? Because <laughs> uh, it's been a while since Manchester United played high pressing when they are off, when they are without possession of the ball, and it's very very refreshing and it's kind of reminiscing back to the old days during the Ferguson era. Um, so I all in all, I think Rangnick did, did a great job implementing the tactics, and kudos to the players who executed them. Overall, it wasn't a bad performance because, uh, as Rangnick said, he didn't even have one full training session with the team, right? Yes, he did. Uh, he did not. I'm sorry, and it's 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 quite surprising, isn't it? Because under Rang, it's such a different different style of play that the United players are playing right now under Rangnick compared to uh, under Carrick or Solskjaer or, in fact, Mourinho, for that for that matter, and. Things I hope things are looking good. Things are going to be good for United and Fred scoring the winner is a bonus. <laughs> he has his, been with his uh, with his wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> he has been getting criticized for a few matches before this, and I'm 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 not really sure whether those critics are legit or we are just the the fans are just not well versed enough in the football scene to to judge him. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think about uh, Ronaldo and how he played? He did well. We there there have been talks saying that Ronaldo would not suit Rangnick's style of play. He won't press, but especially in the first half, like I said, all the United strikers did press the ball well, and they did want possession for a couple of times to create danger in that match. So, looking good. I think Ronaldo is looking good, but I'm not sure whether he can do he whether he can do that. For the whole for this whole season, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some rotation mm-hmm. after this. Yeah, it's interesting to see uh, what's next for uh, United under Rangnick. Um, next up, United will be up against young boys in the Champions League before they travel to Norwich. Now, if United don't get a result there, I'm sure Karam will yell out the name of that Norwich striker at Rangnick. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one. <laughs> I do know which one. <laughs> also, uh, Everton had a huge result beating Arsenal 2-1 at home. Their first win in nine matches. A come-from-behind win, not code. 
uh, with two late goals, including an injury time shot from uh, Demery Gray. It must be a huge sigh of relief for their boss, Rafa Benitez. It has to be. Um, this match, I think, has, has everything in it. Uh, there were two disallowed goals by Richarlison, both of them for offside. But I think the second, the second disallowed goal was a little bit harsh because I thought that the Premier League was was not being too strict on the VAR when the decision is very, very debatable. They, they'll just give the advantage to the strikers, but it did not happen in this match. And fortunately, Richarlison did get his third and his third goal in the match to equalize for Everton. And just we just have to admire Damari Gray's uh, winner in in injury time to to make things better. It was a screamer. It it was everything. the The match needed that, and Rafa Benitez especially needed that. Okay, as for Arsenal though, um, it's their third defeat in four matches. Do you expect to see the uh, Arteta out hashtag coming back soon? <laughs> Has it been gone? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were on that uh, good streak, right? Ever uh, and went above Spurs. It seemed to that uh, it seemed to have died down for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I hope it doesn't make a comeback. The the hashtag. Um. Arsenal did play well, I think, especially in the first half. But uh, maybe the maybe Pierre, maybe Obama Young's form is not that good, and he did miss the sitter in, in at literally the last kick of the game. Uh, he should have made it two two. Um, but you know they say form is temporary and class is permanent. So I have faith in Obama Young's class. Meanwhile, uh, Chelsea had an off day, losing 3-2 to West Ham. They slipped to a third in the standings. Uh, is this just a blip? I hope it's just a blip. and Because Chelsea, they did not play that well and they did not play that bad. So it was, a, it was an average performance. And Tuchel himself admitted that his side could have won with that kind of a performance. But it was a freak goal, right, from, uh, from West Ham's Arthur Maswaku's. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a bit harsh on on Chelsea, but definitely David Moyes is, is going to have a great time. And to those West Ham fans, they are absolutely ballistic. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, Man City <laughs> at the top of the table for the first time this season with a three-one win over Watford. They're ahead of Liverpool, who defeated Wolves one nil. Also, Tottenham beat Norwich three nil. And Newcastle had their first win of the season, beating Burnley 1-0. Yay to the rich boys. <laughs> Mbappe is coming, going to join them, right, next season? <laughs> hey, he did say they're going to join a big club, so you never know. <laughs> uh, in the uh, AFF Cup, Malaysia kicked off their campaign with a 3-1 win over Cambodia. They topped Group B ahead of Vietnam. Um, Vietnam, of course, uh, defeating Laos 2-0. It wasn't that great of a performance from our Malaysian team, but uh, result matters in this kind of tournaments. Um, I'm so happy to see Akhya Rashid back to his old self when it was three or four years back when he took the league by storm. He scored a goal and he won the penalty, I think, for the first goal for Malaysia. All in all, a good thing, but... The thing that worries me about Malaysia is the lack of central midfield players because Akram Mahinan and Kenny Palraj was was unable to join the team due to injury. 
and then Faisal Halim and the goalkeeper Kairul Azhan was uh, was found out positive uh, for COVID. So things are not looking good for Malaysia. But based on last night's performance, the win against Cambodia, I'm pretty sure they would not have any trouble defeating Laos for the next game before facing uh, the two fierce rivals, Vietnam and Indonesia. Okay, we'll talk about the uh, Laos results in the next uh, podcast. In badminton, we're seeing the end of an era, a confirmation that our mixed doubles pair, Chan Peng Sun and Go Liu Ying, are going their separate ways after a, a 13-year partnership. You can go your own way. <laughs> um, I, I'm glad Nick is not here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during that time, they won uh, 12 titles and claimed the uh, Rio Olympic silver medal. Uh, if you're a Malaysian badminton fan... I don't know. To me, it, it seems like the Beatles breaking up. Okay, maybe not the Beatles. <laughs> maybe uh, Matchbox 20 breaking up. <laughs> well, uh, it's sad to see them take their own ways for the next chapter. But um, Peng Soon is already 33 years old this, uh, and Liu Ying, I think, is 32. So they are at the end of their careers professionally, at the high level at, at least. It's never great to see these athletes, you know, part ways. But I think it's time for Peng Soon to call it time. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I think he was saying that he wanted to spend more time with his family and kids. So mm-hmm. we just wish you all the best, Peng Soon, and thank you for all those years. 13 years is, is a very long time to play, uh, to play in the top level and winning the, winning the silver medal at the Rio 2016 was... I think was the was the highlight of their career. And finally, the uh, Saudi F1 GP took place at the weekend, and boy, was there, was there a lot of drama. And I mean drama with a capital D. Drama! <laughs> uh, there were two race suspensions due to crashes, and that's not counting the intense battle between title rivals uh, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Uh, basically, it ended up with Hamilton hitting the back of Verstappen's car, causing some front-wing damage. And Nevertheless, Hamilton still went on to win the race. Now, they are level on championship points with one race to go, so anything can happen, including possibly one of the drivers taking out the other. Hmm? You <laughs> wonder, right? <laughs> it has with- never happened before. <laughs> No, 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 no. They're all very sporting. and <laughs> It's a gentleman's sport. <laughs> and if you believe that, you'll believe anything. Of course, uh, we'll talk more about this in the next podcast um, ahead of the season-ending Abu Dhabi GP. For now, we're going to call it a day. I am Faisal American. And I am Karami Kamil. Goodbye. <laughs>